Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Dua Lupa, Dilly Leapy, Dong Long Wampi, Dua Light, Dua Long Wampi. Is this what he wrote? Nope, this is Danae. Oh. Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dicer, and I'm joined as always by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. Little bunny foo-foo. We write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. Um, you do, what did, you're doing what did the little hand bunny motion. foo-foo do? It, it scooped up the field mice, bopped them on the head. That's what right. A dick. I was trying oh. to. I couldn't remember the lyrics. Yeah. Little bunny foo-foo is not nice. No, have you never heard the bunny foo-foo? No, thing? I thought we were supposed to like little bunny foo-foo. Little bunny foo-foo is hopping through the forest. Yeah, having, cute little bunny scooping up the field mice and bopping along the head. And along came a good fairy, and she said, "Little bunny foo-foo, I don't want to see you scooping up the field mice and bopping up on the head." And I'll give hmm. you three chances. And then bunny foo-foo keeps doing the foo-foo thing, and then. Uh, Something bad happens to Fufu, and then the moral of the story is hair today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> Something like that. I'm pretty sure I'm skipping a whole bunch. It's <laughs> frightening. That is that was that the is, condensed version. That was wow. that was the Reddit version. That was the that was the meme version. I actually have a little bunny Fufu book. Isn't isn't aren't uh, they're herbivores though? Right? Is bunny Fufu like eating the field? Like why 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 does bunny Fufu hate field mice? Rabbits are herbivores, though, because we. Uh, well, actually, I had to go through all this crap about. Or are with, they omnivores? Uh, do they eat fourth like, grade other animals? I don't think rabbits eat other animals, do they? I don't know. Let's let's think about the kind of poop that they poop. It seems very <laughs> vegetable. It does. it does. Yes, it's it's very grainy. It's got a real veggie taste to it. I mean, while we're paused on this topic, I found a video. I, I wanted to show Iris a video of a of a bunny rabbit eating a real bunny eating a uh, carrot and so Mm -hmm. we i did a quick google search and found a video on youtube they've got you know really powerful mics right beside bunny rabbits as they eat you know their food of course 
And so we found this one and she loves it so much. It's a five minute video of this bunny just eating a carrot and she thinks it's the best. And we just almost every night this last week, we've watched this video and <laughs> it's wow. Nice. You know, it's they are technically nice. her. Are they? herbivores they're technically herbivores mm-hmm. but it did say hares will scavenge for meat in the wild i guess if hmm. they are left desperate with, yeah yeah that's the, then they then they bought but field then they mice get on a the taste <laughs> and then right. they then start it's over. eating everybody yeah! and so all of a sudden they're they're in a cave in monty pythons is uh, omnivore like you'll eat <laughs> holy grail is omnivore like you'll eat anything yes yeah like pigs right pigs are omnivores i think because sure. There was a Criminal Minds episode where they found out the guy was getting rid of bodies by feeding them to his pigs. pigs. (laughs) That's right. Well, we are going to get into it. Before we do, um, we want to let you know next week we are doing a special episode for you. So that will pop up in your feed at the regular time. Um, But wanted to kind of give you a heads up Mm -hmm. on that. And then we will get back to talking about the week's content the week after that. So, yeah. I make a comment I made last week make more sense when you listen to (laughs) it. It's my favorite part of last week's show. (laughs) It's just like. That was pretty great. It was amazing. It was amazing. But yes, we will get into that. The special, by the way, uh, next week is just going to be uh, an entire breakdown of the bunny foo foo. myth legend and uh, we just oh thought God. that would be worth oh, going we into definitely so. just break down like children's stories yeah I, yeah I, that'll be the I whole have, show i have i have one that i know i know i'm gonna show you guys <laughs> we'll talk about it well let's get into it guys uh let's kick it off with this inside scoop what's he building in We're going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general. Uh, we will kick it off with commercial sins. Uh, Taco Bell, the Bel Grande uh, taco. This is an old ad. Uh, Jeremy Scott writing this, this one. I forgot about this thing, man. Yeah. I used to eat the hell out of these things. I totally forgot about them. It's, it's just, just a, a giant taco, right? It's just a right? big taco, right? Yeah, but I mean... The biggest. That's awesome. When yeah. did it go away? When did they stop selling the know. Bel Grande? I don't know. I mean, let's I'm, look it up. I imagine they just they figured it wasn't worth the the cost to them or something. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's like the McDLT of Taco Bell. Um, I can't even find it. I mean, because they still have the Nachos Bel Grande, or they did True. for the longest time. Yeah, they've um, carried on the the Bel Grande tradition. I don't remember ever eating one of these uh my thing at taco bell was always the soft tacos the chili cheese burrito when that came out um when i was in high school was like my thing like i would just go get three chili cheese burritos and you know down the 2000 associated calories oh and, those were good too i yeah. remember those too those were those you were tasty still get them um at certain they're never on the menu but if you ask for well, a chili cheese burrito some places will make you one um, but they're not yeah. the same. They're not the same as the ones. Oh no, uh, that they can't be. No, they they've gotten rid of so much. Like they've really slimmed down that menu now. If you mm-hmm. go, I don't know. Like they don't even have like steak anymore, and uh, the chicken. They don't even do like chicken tacos anymore. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of sad. Oh wow! So they got rid of the steak and chicken soft tacos because I used to get those sometimes. Can yeah. we not talk about yeah. what they're not serving anymore? Because I'm still not okay. The Mexican pizza not being an option. I know that was your That's favorite. Gone. I know. Yeah. And I used to love the tostada uh, as well. And that's mm-hmm. gone. So wow. it's just a chicken burrito. I feel like I we just need gone. to, you know, 
I, I only want to get so sad at the very beginning of our show. <laughs> but what's weird is they still have a chicken quesadilla. So if they have a chicken quesadilla, why don't they have chicken tacos? Yeah, chicken, got the chicken. I mean, just, yeah. yeah, I just I'm. But that, a lot of you know with COVID and everything, a lot of menus you know yeah. slimmed down, and uh, yeah, McDonald's did it too. So angry about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm tired of I'm, I'm tired of people COVID, complaining you're... about like how dare this well, restaurant be closed anymore. every Monday. I'm like they're recovering after a pandemic. <laughs> Let's give them a yeah, break. Well, oh my them god! Some space. I actually I was out late last weekend because I I played poker for the first time in a while. And uh, when I was coming back, I was a little hungry, and I was like shocked to see like our Taco Bell actually closed at midnight. You know, which good for them. I mean, go home, have fun. But I just was like, why is Taco Bell closed? It's <laughs> supposed to be 24 hours, man. You're supposed uh, to be open all night. McDonald's was open though. Well, there you go. There you go. I'm, I got to I'm try sorry. the new Cajun sauce with their nuggets. It was tasty. I apologize that you had to eat McDonald's. Uh, nah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Let's, First world problem. Let's. Uh, how, how do how do we feel about uh, bells? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to go. Really I don't know. Strange. Now I'm trying to realize it. Meant, if I was confusing, it was something else. Because if it came out in '82, but maybe it was through the '90s or something. I just yeah. I don't know. I swear I remember eating those. But then you brought up that chili cheese burrito. Now I just want that. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, let's talk about the video itself. I'll kick us off. Why is the lettuce underneath the cheese is my favorite thing in this video. In yes. uh, just the explanation, and just it's a clear it's logical fallacy. Uh, that they would put that in the picture that way or make it that way. I don't even know if they made it that way, but if they made it that way, that's dumb. I think they dumb. do, though. I think they do. I think they still do that, I right? Think I think you're right. Still, yeah. I think you're right. They put the lettuce someone, right on top of the meat. As someone who just got Taco Bell a couple of days ago, can confirm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I don't understand it either. The only thing I think that makes sense is that they know that the, uh, the meat is going to just, it's going to get cold really fast. So it's not like the there's a ton of time before lettuce wilting yeah it's just something i've never thought of until now and now i can think of when i now i can think of nothing else when you build your own you'd go meat and then cheese so it melts right on the meat so it melts Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. obviously i kind of want to be that now i kind of want to be like when you make my taco i'm sure they'd love me and there'd be no spit (laughs) in that taco (laughs) hopefully there would only be spit in there yeah no, I'm never I'm never doing that by the way if anybody's listening okay. to work at Taco Bell, I would never do that. Um I just I just went to uh, to to search why does Taco Bell put and the number one autofill was cheese on top of lettuce. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. ac- according to one person's Cura answer uh, to this question, which of course can't be verified, this is not an official response, is it's a marketing ploy that tries to increase value. If you put it on the meat, then you wouldn't see it. They put so little on the taco, you probably wouldn't taste it either. And it comes into the unit already grated very thinly. So it looks like you're getting a lot. Uh, I also liked, uh, ah, sudden super tall pippy long stocking. Um, (laughs) That made me laugh as well. Uh, Today, what about you? Uh, The one that I really enjoyed was just the, we like it because there's more of it to like. And like, the guy just fucking said that. Like, (laughs) how upset he was. How many times? Yeah, the narr- narrator's in a bad mood mm-hmm. recently on all the channels. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's he's having a rough time. Jonathan, what about you? Uh, I just liked, ooh, what a difference. Ooh, what a terrible slogan. <laughs> and um, let's get a pasty white guy in a hat and jean yeah. jacket to represent our Tex-Mex fast food brand. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. 1982, man. 1982. <laughs> what, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, let's move into TV Sins. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. 
Survival of the Idiots uh, was the SpongeBob for this past week. I did week. not like this episode. Did you like this, this is episode? A, a Dicer Hughes script. Uh, no, I did not. And I, I guess didn't. I shadowed on this, but I did not remember <sighs> this. This is one of those at I'm like, all. I, I've, for, for someone who's been able to say confidently recently that I've been enjoying SpongeBob, I did not enjoy this episode. It was, it's a, it's a, stra- it's a strange one where they're just, they're, they're two little spongy, starry assholes and, mm-hmm. and they're they terrible do, and they do something terrible to their buddy and of course i did none, I, I did remember one of you calling like you guys calling out patrick as yeah. being an ass i did I, that was the only thing i remembered everything else and the thumbnail we used is scary it's a very creepy thumbnail yeah. that we used the whole i don't know it was just a strange one i mean it is funny when you look at it through a child's eyes snowing underwater and spongebob gets to be in the snow and then they have like and and and, uh you know this sandy gets mad at them i can see kind of the fun points but i didn't have a good time on this one and it was strange to sin as well it was a strange strange. was like i i think i'm gonna quit quit guys this is it (laughs) this is the final script (sighs) it was strange to sin and it was also strange to watch the response to this one because there is something there is something that we miss sometimes by not being like OG fans of the show. Like when you're mm-hmm. like a when you grow up with something, you have a whole different experience with it as to when you like go back and watch it. Because I'm looking at the comments section yeah. of this one, and I think I even wrote one of these comments down. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, somebody said, "Who you calling Pinhead?" Best SpongeBob quote to come from this episode. And like all through the comments, people are like, "How did you not take away his sin for the Pinhead line?" And I'm like, "The Pinhead line." What is the, it's like nothing. There's like nothing to that line in the episode. What did I miss? Did did we miss something so with that line? So many people like, said. People love that line. And I'm like, it's like, why do people love that line? Does it come up again later in the series or know. something? Interesting. Or, I, was, I was really confused by that response. Maybe. If you're just watching this episode. I think I mean, it's, it's just because, another line. I think it's because he, of obviously the way Patrick looks. Well, sure. In that weird yes. pinhead thing, and so and they're the, saying, and that's they're what saying, they used for the you for the should cover. you should have a sin about this because that was so that's like the moment that we all remember. That's the meme, right? That's the right, pin, I guess. that's the image. I was really but confused. It's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know, guys. <laughs> we're gonna miss stuff. We're, we can't have seen everything, or or we're we human. just don't think that it's a sin. And if you know. Yeah. Or sin other removal, people are especially or sin dumb, right, and they're yeah. wrong and they're stupid. <laughs> no, Jonathan, no. And they that need is to not shut it. Up. We're just we're just different. We're just all different. I, I'm kidding. No, it just it we was are really, different. It was really confusing to me because I was like, I that line didn't seem like an especially funny joke. It didn't seem like like I I was having trouble figuring out. But you're right. It must be the associated imagery that comes along with it. And uh, and hey, so be it. So be it. But yeah. Um, do you want to go in the sins on this one then? Nah. Uh, Jonathan, you get to kick us off. <laughs> All right. Um, I like the the guy. The line in this episode is Sandy, and then the narrator goes, "That is a sign on a door." <laughs> I loved that one too. I had that one written down uh, too. The narrator exclaiming, "Will no one think of Bob's holes?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which we've we've unfortunately had to think of Bob's holes a lot, way too yeah. much. Yes, yeah, it's true. And then I just enjoyed because uh, it was total. It was so frightening. And then to have the sin just be scalpers. <laughs> <laughs> that was scary. Yeah, A little Patrick's oh, wait, head. This being was, I haven't off? talked about this on the. God. I do remember this now. I do remember this now because my note on that was I have a weird fear of being scalped. 
That's right. And then Aaron said, oh, "Aaron said that's no. not weird. Like you shouldn't want to be." But it's like, but what are the chances I'm going to get scalped? I mean, just the idea that I even have that. Right. You know, I just remember learning about like the Native Americans and stuff. Like you know, or 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 not. Well, just you know, Indians that would do that. Learning about that, like when because you learn about that like when you're a kid, mm-hmm. like in American history and stuff. You know, and it's like it's terrifying. Yeah. And uh, that is an image that has just stuck with me. Yeah. As someone who uh, is often taller than ceiling fans, uh, it is it's a yeah. legitimate fear. Uh, I don't I don't consider it an illegitimate fear at all. Um, Danae, mm. why don't you go next? Um, I liked writing the word food chunk, just the mm-hmm. word chunk. It's not something that I don't know. I don't know that I've ever used that before, but I really enjoyed it. And I have used it in another sin, uh, video since it's I'm like chunk describes things really well. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Um, and then also the description of the, the breakdown of what they had to do to get the fur off of Sandy and like full on stripped her down, duct tape waxed her without asking permission. This show is dark. But yeah. the the way that that was written and then delivered was really fun. It's it is and disturbing. It's to me the most disturbing but part of this fun. episode. You can't like there are some things you just don't think about because it's just cartoon or whatever. And there's some things you can't think about or it gets really, really disgusting and sick and just like you know there's pranks and then there's you know taking all the hair off of your friend um without their awareness or knowledge and that's not okay in case you needed that instruction aaron would appreciate it because he just gets rid of all of it <laughs> that's right i don't Except want for hair. The top. however i want to be in control of <laughs> the hair removal no uh, you ever meet aaron just rip <laughs> the hair off you just have fine. freedom just yeah just, <laughs> no uh i also liked uh the after the one you were talking about about bob's holes uh which the sin is about the holes filling up with air you know eventually killing spongebob and then the set next sin is uh also starfish 2 patrick's dead now too um <laughs> just, just that felt thing. very Danae. It, yeah that wasn't me but it, it was ge- oh. genuinely hilarious uh, yeah. the entire idea of Oh, I forgot Aaron only brings up his sins. That's right. Sorry, <laughs> That's not true. You took a couple of donations that I had written down. Yeah, the whole idea of how they would survive in a winter wonderland was uh, the whole thing. Everything was, about SpongeBob. Yeah. We just, how much do you just throw to the wind and say whatever? And then how much do you actually spend time trying to cleverly say? Right, so. right. <laughs> uh, and then another one of mine that I wanted to uh, talk about um, because that's all I do. Uh, is the back-talking sin. Uh, I just love it when a, a pun presents itself like that and uh, makes it easy to do. So that one worked well. Uh, all right, let's move on to Star Wars Bad Batch. Uh, brand new show on Disney Plus from the Clone Wars universe. We send the pilot aftermath. This uh, was also a Dicer Hughes script. Yeah, this this might have this could have been a Cinema Sense script. <laughs> this <laughs> is it was like one, an hour and a half. This is this is one of the ones that <laughs> where we get to have our battles. <laughs> with, so, what do you think? This is yeah. like three episodes, like like in the future, like when they, you know, what I'm talking about, like back, you know, back in the day when they would do that, and then they'd rerun it, and it, they would. They would, you See, know, the thing is, Clone Wars also started with a movie. So I, I wonder if it's just like we start with a movie and then we do our 20-minute episode, our 25-minute episodes. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah. It, it was definitely one of those where where it was frustrating to expect a 25-minute episode and then go, oh, you're 90 minutes? Cool. Wait, you know, way to go. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but anyhow, how did you feel about this one today? How did you feel about uh, watching The Bad Batch? Do you have any Clone Wars experience, any of no, that? No, I, mine continues to be just what I'm 
forced to sin. You know how like in the Angry Birds one we're going to talk about, you know, like Jeremy was raging against Chris. Chris. I feel mm-hmm. like maybe at some point in time, it's going to be me raging against Aaron. Cause, <laughs> <laughs> but you would have to make it, you would have to write it so that it's me raging against you or something. Or, no, because no, I'm, I'll because, have you, you know. rage against yourself. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> it will um, be fantastic. No, no, no. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad. I, it, it's always difficult to do anything that has a you know, massive backlog of you know, history because I can't know it all. I can't spend a ton of time researching everything because there's so much else that I do and there's so much else going on. So, you know, I'll read the comments sometimes be like, God, did I miss something really important? Like, you know, with Pinhead and stuff, but you can't know what you don't know. And you have to also just kind of go, the The narrator also doesn't know everything. So I'm going to just fully embrace this. Um, it wasn't difficult to sin in some ways, uh, but then in other ways, it these just always intimidate me. And I know I say that every time, so I feel like a broken record. <laughs> so... Just like the Star Wars stuff in general? Yeah, just Star Wars in general. Um, I know that there's so much, there's so many people that love the material and uh, they're very passionate about it. I don't think they're assholes or anything. Like I don't, I don't feel attacked in comments on this one in particular. Um, it's just like a, I don't know. It just feels like this is, it's like sacred ground in a way. Right, the it's, pressure elevates. Yeah, it would be yeah. like sending Star Trek. I, mm-hmm. Like if we were going to go in and start sitting like next generation or something, it's like, oh, I don't know about this because <laughs> there's yeah. so much to consider that I just can't know. Um, but the show itself is yeah. interesting. I mean, I don't quite understand why I care to watch it yet. Like, again, I right. always look for who's the person that I'm connecting to, what am I most interested in? Um, and I don't know what that character necessarily is yet. I think it's probably Omega. Yeah, Just it's supposed to be Omega, I think. They're yeah. like, oh, who is this mysterious, you know, person? Um, or just like that team aspect, you know, just like rooting for the team. And, and they did an interesting thing, you know, setting up that the team splits. It, it, it felt a little bit long to me, but uh, I, I did enjoy it. And I don't mind the animation aspect of it either. Like just the kind of like the more chunky, mm-hmm. you know, Transformers, Beast Wars-esque feel to it. Yeah. It it has a nice little nostalgia vibe for me. So yeah, I mean, I it's I don't know that I would put it on and watch it all the way through to learn everything, but it's not not bad. Jonathan, what do you think? It's not a bad batch. That's what <laughs> you're saying. Not, it's not. <laughs> it's not. That's what real I'm quick. Saying. If we were to send TNG though, uh, Danae, we would start with the pilot, and no one likes Encounter or Farpoint, so you'd be you'd be okay, okay. there. Just th- right. just throwing that out there. <laughs> uh, and now there's gonna be all these people. I love Encounter or Farpoint, so sorry, you're wrong. Um. <laughs> Bad Batch. I thought it was okay. I'm kind of like Danae. I haven't watched any of the other episodes. Um, I don't know that I will anytime soon, at least. Unless we send them. Um, but uh, this was okay. I mean, I-, I wish it was 20 minutes, but, you know, whatever. It's 90. So I watched yeah. it. It was No, it's okay. It's fine. I-, I-, I felt lost. I was lost. I mean, I did remember, like, when you guys mentioned that was uh, Freddie Prince Jr., uh, I did remember that character. That's a younger version of the character from Rebels, right? Yes. Yes, because we send that, and mm-hmm. so I—I I mean, I kind of—I kind of caught that, and then, uh, but these were characters that were introduced on Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Yep, is that right? Correct. Okay, so see, I haven't seen Clone Wars, so I was a little lost, but I got the gist of it, and uh, it was okay. Yeah, I think I like it more than both of you. Um, I mean, obviously I do because I watched a few more episodes. I have not watched uh, the entirety of the first season that's out. I think I stopped at like episode four, so I don't know what that says. Maybe I'm just not. Uh, it didn't hold my attention for too long. 
Um, but generally, I like this kind of world exploration, and I think that the Clone Wars, the Clone Wars cartoon was really the first thing that was like, okay, Star Wars can like build on its world without. Uh, you know, having to have all the pressure of the prequels or George Lucas or, you know, the Skywalker saga. So for me, Clone Wars was Dave Filoni basically like allowing the prequels to have built something valuable. Um, it almost redeems the prequels in some ways with the, the world building it does. Um, and so I appreciated it for that. I think this is, you know... I, it's it's a continuation of that, and just, I like the characters. So yeah, I know a lot of people love the prequels. I mean, that's I just whenever I hear that it redeems the prequels, I just I just don't get it. But uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, I just some I, of the stuff Clone Wars does with uh, yeah. with Obi Wan and Grievous, and just yeah. like there's I don't know there's there's some there's some there's, really good stuff there. So those yeah. are just I mean, that's a whole other conversation. But those are just like I rewatched those before uh, Skywalker. You know, I I rewatched all the movies, and uh, I just that was the first time I'd seen any of those since the theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I liked them even less. I think <laughs> yeah. watching them this time. It, it, there's characters, there's interesting characters sure. and stuff like you're talking about, and then they further deal with those characters and other properties, which is great, but it's just those movies are just such a mess. I also see a lot of Encounter at Farpoint chatter already in the chat, and I'm sorry <laughs> if I offended anybody. <laughs> no. He introduces Q, and Patrick Stewart's really good, so there. There you go. There you go. I'm forgiven. Uh, let's get into the sins themselves. Uh, Jonathan, you get to kick us off again. Okay, cool. Yeah, I worked on nothing this week. I had a, <laughs> you had the week off. I, That's how it I works. I had the week off. That's how it works. Uh Using trust me as an answer to an important question and a life or death struggle. Mm-hmm. That was very nice. Uh, another fuck you, Frank. I'm an artist. The- I have to say, you know, you talk about <laughs> you talk about uh, that's not how it works. The fact that you're not in didn't, you know, mean you didn't work on anything. The way these air is so weird because the, the mm-hmm. Falcon in the Winter Soldier, the, where mm-hmm. I introduced the I'm an artist thing, was three months ago. Like, it was forever ago, <laughs> yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And then I wrote it again into Bad Batch, and now they're within a week of each other. So now it just looks like it's all—it's the then, only sin I know how to write. Well, <laughs> and last like, week, last week you even said this is the second time we used it, but right, this hadn't this aired hadn't even yet. Aired so. yet. It was like, yeah, okay, whatever. We yeah. can't plan this. I don't feel so bad about my Candyman comment now. <laughs> that's um, right. That's right. Uh, just the Freddie Prince Jr. That forty-five-year-old voice does not go with that teenage face, which I didn't even catch that when I was watching it. I mm-hmm. just assumed it was a kid, so I wasn't even thinking about it. You guys, I went back and listened. I was like, "Oh, that's totally Freddie Prince Jr." <laughs> yeah, just, and he's like all like like he's smoked for twenty years. Yeah, like he's, he's very like it's very raspy. <laughs> I mean, I get why they had to do. I felt like they had to do it because yeah. you know it was the, his character from. You know, the Clone Wars, but uh, but yeah, it does not work as a kid voice. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I loved the trolling of good to see they were able to use the CG rendering of Tarkin from Rogue One <laughs> without having to make a single adjustment, smart and efficient. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I just love the reading of YOLO, baby! YOLO, baby! <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very funny. Feel free to throw one of those in anytime. I just yep. want to say for mine, I was wrong about the rap. I admit that now. Um, you you were wrong about the rap. I what did you say about, about the rap? I didn't want you to do it. Oh, remember? I remember you she wanted to cut it. Like I remember you wanted to cut a lot oh, of it. Oh out. yeah, I wanted to cut. I was like, can we just not yeah. do the whole thing? And you're like, no, it's great. Let's see what it looks like whenever it's put together. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> and then Jonathan sees it. He's like, yeah, this this rules. This is awesome. And I'm like, 
okay, it's gonna stand. And then the comments got some love in the comments too. So good job, good job well, following your instincts there. <laughs> um, I like the. Uh, I suggest you keep moving, and the reason that I like that one is it's a D and D reference, obviously. But when people cast the suggest spell in Dungeons and Dragons, they usually will inflect like they'll put an emphasis on the word suggest because that's part of like what makes someone do what you want. There's a spell where you can suggest someone do something. And if that person fails their wisdom save, then they, they kind of like have to do it, play along with the whole thing. So um, it was just the way that it was delivered. And I really enjoyed that one. But my favorite one was certainly the one that was written like this. Uh, this is about manipulating uh, pre-existing abjurations in the DNA. So the lead-in is like, resulting in your brute strength, crosshairs, sharp shooting schools, uh, skills, hunters, enhanced senses, and my exceptional mind. And this is what Aaron wrote. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this text position of each member's ability is so unnecessary, uh, unnecessarily specific, they may as well have just cut to character sheets so I could see their... Insert D and D terms here, Danae. <laughs> <laughs> so when it was sent to me, it was like, "Hey, I want to do something, but I don't know the D and D term." But I did, and it was just character sheet. That's fine. But it was awesome. of of course comments think that that was my sin. It wasn't. It was Aaron's trying to. I like how Aaron Aaron just said what you said. This is what Aaron said, and he just goes, "Oh, oh no!" no. <laughs> like I'm I'm gonna get found out. No, I just thought that was so funny because uh, it, it it works perfectly. And I'd already written a D&D sin myself, so it just kind of felt mm -hmm. like a fun way to just have a couple of winks. Um, that was one of my, the ones I liked. And I also really did enjoy that we kept my uh, camping sin, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, is a, a terminology for like when you're playing a shooter game, like Call of Duty, which I used to love to play all the time. There yeah, are certain you had to players, explain that to me, yeah, I remember. There are certain players who will camp in one spot, and they'll just like sniper people, and they're called campers. And so I like that we got to do a little wink to some nice. video gaming love nice. yeah, yeah. So. i really enjoyed sinning all of like the uh where they have them face off against the killer robots stuff because they make so many poor decisions there and do so many stupid things and the fact that it's like we don't do lethal stuff here but we just happen to have these lethal robots installed yeah like you know it's like it was just all that kind of stuff was really fun to to take to task um uh it was over crosshair you had the high ground uh wanted to mention that because for some reason he jumps down from uh the tower um and then the list the other thing i wanted to mention was the listing of all the convenient ways um that uh the jedi is still holding that lightsaber when it falls out so they can see that the jedi died or whatever and it's just like all the things that had to happen for that little convenient moment uh to take place uh was really really fun so uh, enjoyed that as cool. well. Cool. All right, let's move on to music video sins. Uh, Dua Lipa, a good song. <laughs> <laughs> it's a decent song. It is. A, it is a really oh. fun song. It's a really fun no, song. It, yeah, it's really fun. It's a. It's a. It's a good ditty, as mm -hmm. they would say. It's a in 1924. And also, yeah. this one has a Control C Control V reference, just like <laughs> Star Wars does too, with the repeating of the clone stuff. So. Nice. Somebody make a joke Weird. about us control like, uh, Ving, control C, control Ving our, like, our jokes. <laughs> you know, my daughter listens to most of the you know current popular people. So like Dua Lipa is the one that I've always found like more tolerable than than most. She's had yeah. at least five or six songs like this where I'm like, yeah, I like this. This is fun. I can I can listen to this and not want to like you know uh, jump out the car. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it is repetitive. Which is a which is a which is a scale. There's a scale. You're a parent, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, it is repetitive, as mentioned in the Control C, Control V uh, mm-hmm. uh, sin. But I mean, most pop music is, um, and it is for a reason because that's you know that's how it's catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't really have much to say about it. I you know it's a, it's a basic song about that emotion, that feeling uh, of you know having someone. <laughs> And like when you're with them and you're, you're levitating and, you know. Danae's expression when you're like, yeah, you know, you start explaining the song. <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> uh, so it's a, com- it's a common emotion. I totally get it. Um, but, uh, but be careful. Be careful. Don't, don't base your relationships on that feeling because that feeling is oh, not the only God. part of your relationship man who got married at 17 (laughs) um the walking i think the walking is just as important as the levitating dua lipa (laughs) and to be fair but i i I really don't i'm joking though when i say that you and jen you and your wife are an amazing couple that everyone should look up to instant compliment about relationship here didn't didn't barrett have something to say about this probably about butts or something yeah yeah barrett i'm sure had something to say i like dua lipa's butt that was me quoting Barrett, Prediction. not me. Prediction. <laughs> Dua Lupa, Dilly Leapy, Dong Long Wampy. Dua Dong Le- Long Wampy, huh? Dua Long Wampy. Is this what he wrote? Nope, this is Danae. Oh. Dua Lipa is my sugar boo. Of course, she's beautiful and all that, but I mean it in a way that I think we'd be cool with each other while hanging out. I love her dry background <laughs> sound that? that's become kind of her signature now. She's picking good tracks, good featured artists, and good production. It's the song of the summer, even though it came out last October. <laughs> is that it? Is that's that it. what he had to say? There that's you all, go. He, he enjoys it as He's well. He's like, they'd be like, what is the, the pal thing where like you like kind of like you punch the guy in the shoulder? You know what I'm talking about? Like you don't punch, but you kind of go like, hey, you're you're cool. That's how they would be, uh, Barrett. Yeah. yeah, that's how Barrett's yeah. envisioning him yeah. to do a leap. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> little little buddy shoulder hit kind uh-huh. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. let's go get a beer. Little buddy bump. Watch a game. <laughs> you you and me do a leap. Let's hang out. <laughs> I'm sure that would go over super well. Danae, did you did you have anything about this song? Like, what is what? Did you have any thoughts? It's a song. There you go. There you yeah. go. Well, why don't you kick us off on the sins then? Glare in my eye. I loved this one. You're not supposed to tra- apply that directly to your corneas. I just really enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys ever had glitter in your eyes before? It I don't think so. That hurts. I was gonna say okay? that. That seems They're like that would be painful. They're tiny little shards of pain, and if it gets in your eye, I mean, your eye does what it's supposed to Anything do. It just flushes eye. itself out, yeah. and then you've got like watering yeah. eyes, and it's just a lot. It's a lot. Like I've had sand. I've had like sand in my eye and stuff like that. I would assume Man. it's similar. And then you're like yeah, the crying worst- glitter. The worst is something stuck between your contact and your eye. Like that just like, oh. Or when your contact yeah. rolls behind your eyelid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, That's these are many, well. many reasons I don't ever wear contacts. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot. I'm actually it thinking about wearing my contacts again. So we'll we'll, we'll see if I if nice. I can manage that pain. Yeah, it doesn't happen that often. It doesn't happen I'll, often. No, I'm going to, I'll be in like bifocals that are like five times the size of these see, before I put contacts Aaron, on. here's the thing. For you, you wear soft contact lenses. I have yes. the hard ones. And if those oh. roll behind your eye, it is brutal. Yeah. I had to yeah. have hard too. It's brutal. I didn't have a choice. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I don't like yeah. these. Yeah. 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 I bet. Anyway, I bet. do a leap is great. <laughs> uh, I just had written down, baby truly has the same grasp of the definition of irony as a college freshman. 
I found that interesting because I've had uh, conversations about the meaning of irony a lot lately, um, which is, it's just such an easy one to get wrong, I think, you know? We of, just... course, of course you have. <laughs> of course, of course I have. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the other one I mentioned was, thanks, but if you have the moonlight, what do you need me for? Uh, <sighs> I thought that was really funny as well. Um, so there you go. What about you, Jonathan? I want to hear more about these irony conversations. Okay, so basically, it's just really simple to fall into the more set definition of irony. You know, the idea that mm-hmm. irony is just like a, a negative coincidence, you know, like rain on your wedding day. That's not irony. That's just, uh, you well, know. Well, yeah, everybody agrees the Alanis Morissette song is not irony. That's why we joke about <laughs> but it in what our is Sins interesting, videos. What is interesting is the word irony, the origin of it, actually is a little bit closer to that than you would think because the origin of it has to do with dramatic irony, has to do with the idea of the audience knowing something that the person on stage doesn't. Um, that yeah. is what irony is, is like there's a bomb uh, that we know about that the person doesn't, so that's irony. Um, that's kind of where it comes from. But what we're talking about oh, is, that's cool. is situational irony, which is a little bit different. So, um, Danae, listen, you only have Jonathan to blame for this. I was moving on. Jonathan was like, tell me more about it. the irony conversations well, you've been having. I was curious happening. what you were talking about. I found it fascinating. <laughs> so, yeah. So I never thought are, about it that way. There are different types of irony. There's dramatic irony, situational irony, tragic irony. Um, so, yeah. Oh, anyhow, those are kind of the conversations I've been. That was really hard um, to do. My eyes are watering now. <laughs> I just did. Um, <laughs> I wrote down, uh, just keep in mind, you were in no way worthy of this invitation. I just thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the simplicity of if you're levitating, shouldn't it be no feet? Yep. Um, and then um, I'm pretty sure it's illegal for anything living or inanimate to to desire or to leave Dua Lipa's chestal area. Uh, Barrett's use of the word chesty, chestal, chesty, and he has -hmm. has many different forms of that that are always interesting. Yeah. Yep, you don't want to get punched in the chesties. uh, That is is some pain. That is some pain. Mm -hmm. Uh, Danae. Animated Aaron wouldn't be in pain. Uh, That's true. That's true. He'd be like, punch me. (laughs) Uh, Danae, tell... Oh, I should say we're moving on to Cinema Sins. We'll kick it off with uh, Happy Gilmore, uh, which was an Atkinson Scott script. So tell me what uh, Chris and Jeremy had to say about this one. Happy Gilmore. Here comes Jeremy's comments. Happy Gilmore plays <laughs> golf the same way I approach relationships in college. He does everything a little bit wrong despite flashes of talent and ultimately ends up really angry and screaming a lot when things don't go his way. He knows this is going on Letterbox now. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He uses a hockey stick instead of a putter. I use jokes instead of compliments. He runs at the ball before hitting it. Much the same way I run directly at women I was interested in, both both figuratively and sometimes literally. Happy causes accidents, like getting his caddy's wooden hand run over, much like I caused accidents by simply existing near women, like when I spilled Sprite on uh, one or the time that I tripped another. One girl I dated went paintballing with me, and I literally accidentally shot her from behind friendly fire and the paintball went under her mask from the back and gave her the biggest bruise on her cheek this is who i am i hurt people on accident happy blames everyone and everything except himself when things don't go his way i still do this actually just not with women happy lies to please women in his life like when he told his grandma he was going to get the money to buy her house back way before he'd even learned he was good at golf I lied to simply get dates. Lies like, yes, I have a car, and no, I don't have any warrants. Ultimately, (laughs) 
despite <laughs> ultimately despite not really earning it or changing much about himself happy wins the day in the end much the same way i got married despite not really earning it or changing much about myself <laughs> for what it's worth give me early years zany adam sandler any day all day every day this is when he was at his best it's that rare movie that mm. no one can argue is stupid as fuck but almost everyone can enjoy some part of nice and that is what jeremy had to say uh chris adds happy gilmore has become a classic over the years which is amazing because adam sandler has never been popular with critics other than stuff like punch drunk love and uncut gems this is a classic anything goes sandler where the movie's weren't afraid to get absolutely ridiculous for a laugh it doesn't know golf very well though sandler's wind up to drive the golf ball is ludicrous but i finally got to send a couple of things i have always been annoyed with in this movie the whole movie is about how uh if happy gilmore could just learn how to putt he'd be unstoppable but when he finally learns to putt he's still in a dog fight with the movie's villain shooter mcgavin the other thing on this movie's final hole, a giant media tower falls in front of Happy's ball when he's about to make the winning shot. The rule of golf's, uh, the rules of golf are strict, but there is no fucking way they'd make him shoot the ball with all that shit in the way. The movie tries to justify it by saying, well, Shooter had to shoot off of a spectator's foot earlier, so Happy has to shoot with all the obstacles in the way, and it's bullshit. Anyway, I like Happy Gilmore and Bob Barker, and the Bob Barker fight is still great. Agree. I think it's funny that it, like if you go to Top Golf, I think it's Top Golf where there's actually a sign that says "Do not run up mm -hmm. to the ball." Like yeah. there's actually like you cannot do a Happy Gilmore. I like so like that that's caused like that movie so ingrained in people's psyche that it's actually caused a warning. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. Uh, yeah, I, I my thoughts are enough similar. I don't really have a lot to add. Uh, I think parts of this movie are really, really funny. I like early Adam Sandler more than later. Um, I do think it's interesting that we don't realize how much of it is that we have changed, not necessarily that Sandler has changed. He's doing a lot of the same things he was doing then. It's just culture has kind of moved away from that kind of uh, dumb dumb humor. Um, but I do think they overall are, there's a little more energy and cleverness to those early movies. But um but yeah, this is one of them. I, I think there's some fun stuff here, but it's dumb. This it's is a dumb movie. This is the only, um, you can just say you like it. You don't have to say it's dumb. This is both are only... true. Both are true, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I just, dumb just seems like a lazy way to describe a movie, but that's just me. Yeah. But this is the only Adam Sandler comedy I think I even remotely like. So uh, I'm not a fan of, like, I hate, like, I think Billy Madison's terrible and, um, all that stuff that came on around here. I, I hate the wedding singer, but for some reason, this one worked for me. I don't know why. Maybe I like sports comedies. Could I don't be. know. This one just—it's just so ridiculous. It's one of those things too. It's one of those movies where it's hard to send, in my opinion, because like everything you're saying is legit, but the movie is not trying to be accurate. Correct. You know? So correct. That's always that's always kind of a kind of like what we talk about with SpongeBob, right? right. I mean, it's kind of it's similar to that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. yeah, I also didn't mean that dumb comment to sound as mean as it did. No, you're fine. If I like, I don't mind trying to figure <laughs> out a different word. When I say that, what I generally mean is just what you were just talking about. Like the movie itself is not trying to be smart. It's not trying to do those things. It is purposefully being ignorant, being dumb. But in the so. same way, it is kind of smart, like with the sure. humor. Sure. Yeah, and that's a, that, and that that's all, I think that's a really hard um, 
I think that's a hard thing to pull off, and I don't mm-hmm. think any of the other Sandler movies pull that off. I know I'm in the minority because right. I have I have friends. I think Billy Madison's one of the funniest movies ever made. Yeah, and I just find it impossible to watch. Yeah, no, you're so, you're, you're I get it. Uh, no, I think you're I think you're right on. It's I'll just have to find a different way of exp- <laughs> expressing the No, no, no. Absolutely no, I like don't. what you're saying. No, no, no. Listen, this is growth. I like what you're saying because there there has to be a different way to express what I'm trying to express that isn't quite as um uh demeaning right like there's a demeaning kind of idea of calling something dumb but i think there is something about the sandler movies that are they're not anti-intellectual but they're not trying to be you know intellectual well, it's like that so, scene it's like that scene in billy madison right where he and that, that this is the one scene in billy madison i do think is kind of funny but where he he gives that ridiculous answer to that question right. about the he mm-hmm. tells that story about the puppy right right and then the person you know in a lot of comedies would just let that go or he'd win mm-hmm Whereas this Billy Madison, the guy actually says, you know, I can't, that's ridiculous. And you've made everyone in mm-hmm. this audience yeah. less smart mm-hmm. for listening to you. You know, that's like, and I think that's what Sandler is going for. Right. Um, I assume, I mean, I don't know Adam Sandler, but that's my guess. And I just think it works better in this movie. And like um, Christopher McDonald's so good as the villain. Mm-hmm. And they play off each other so well, like the the where they're rhyming with each other. The you know I can go make some clay, or mm-hmm. you know, and then the you eat shit for breakfast, and yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just just I don't know, it's stuff like that. Just it's it works so well, but then I but I don't sure. find that in the, his other movies, and I don't know why that yeah. is. Yeah, uh, and I I'm in the minority because people. Do you like Sandler, Danae? Stop staring at me, Swan. <laughs> um, I don't even know what that is. That's from Billy Madison. Oh. The first time I was ever introduced to Adam Sandler was a tape that somebody had. I think it was my boyfriend. He was a senior. I was a freshman. And he and all that's a brag. He and all of his um, buddies loved Adam Sandler. And Mm -hmm. he had this comedy tape. And there was this song on it about a there was there were songs that were there and mm-hmm. they listened to them and then there was this one segment about a goat on mm-hmm. jumping on the back of a truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just said the goat in the comments <laughs> before you said that. Yeah, and this fucking goat thing made them laugh so much, <laughs> and I just remember being like, I, I mean, yeah, I guess it's funny, but like, is it that funny? Like they were dead. Like mm-hmm. this this goat thing. That's the first time I was introduced to Adam Sandler. Then I watched an Adam Sandler movie. I think the first one I ever watched was Billy Madison. And I just, it's it's on that strange little category for me. Like yeah, people yeah, think no. people like it. I, I just, I, I think I'm a really, I'm a hard woman to please. Um, <laughs> actually today in, in my um, administrative meeting, Barrett said, I don't know what kind of movies you like. And I was like, yeah, me either. <laughs> like, good luck figuring it out. I, sometimes things just don't don't hit me. I think I watched this movie. I'm pretty sure I did because uh, the people that I was hanging out with mm-hmm. right. enjoyed. It would have the, been in your universe. But I also don't. I don't remember. There's parts of this that seem familiar. Bob Barker Punch Out is one of them. Do I find Adam Sandler funny? Yeah, sometimes. Do I find his movies funny? Not really. It's very Will Ferrell for me. So. Yeah, and I don't know, and like, I mean, his stuff after this, I don't know, like, I watched, I know I watched like those 
at least through like little Nikki. So I, I watched like the first five or six, like when they came out. And then at that point I was like, I don't think I like these movies. So like I, maybe I've seen Mr. Deeds or like 51st dates, but if I, I maybe I've seen those, I don't know. Cause, mm-hmm. but, uh, but I did, I, I haven't seen all of them. I will admit that, but just the ones I've seen, I'm just, yeah. I don't know, not really into, but for some reason this one's funny and I don't know. It is. It is. Let's talk about the, uh, the sins. I'll kick us off. Uh, you trade sleep for spine damage uh, when talking about the pullout couch. Uh, I love the way that was worded. Um, by the way, I'll just stop before I say any more and just say this entire video was just both both the CinemaSins videos this week just slayed me. I just I don't know if I was just in the mood I, yeah. for them or I mean they're they're always funny to me, but I was just I was dying during both of these. You get videos like this double week. angry, super angry narrator. Right? Yeah. There's something really fun about that. Um, let's see the, the line. He doesn't even know because it's a stupid movie with a stupid line of dialogue that stupid doesn't make stupid sense. Um, I like that. Uh, the, the consistent and constant complete misunderstanding of golf and the way the narrator Mm -hmm. dealt with that throughout this, this movie or this, this video was just so great. Uh, loved that. Um, the sinning of the decal on the camera. And just finishing that with how often are cameras on cameras? Um, I just, I really like that observation. Uh, and then when he hits the sub into his mouth and uh, the sin is, <laughs> this is actually kind of horrific. Uh, I loved that because it just reminded me of the Megan Rapino subway ad. I was, yeah, same thing. It was just like, they set the they set the, the, the plate for this a long time ago. I'm just like, I can't believe this. This is amazing. I remember, like, that was one of those things, too, that I remember back in that, around that time, whenever a movie, and maybe it's still going on, I'm just not thinking about it, but I just remember, like, there's that scene in Major League where they do, like, the American Express commercial, mm-hmm. and it's, like, it's, like, it's, movies, like, don't know what commercials are, I feel like, because, like, the, the, it, they, it's the most ridiculous commercial that would probably never happen, but then, many years later, we have the Megan Rapino commercial, so yeah. maybe it was just, maybe it was just ahead of its time. <laughs> uh and then finally no alcohol how fire uh just uh just slayed me as well so just a lot in this one that i really really liked uh danae you want to go next yeah but i also went to find the part that made everybody laugh about the goat thing there's this one moment okay and i understand i remember what now why listening to adam sandler cursing and being so crass that's got to be part of it is you're like listening to it like, oh my God, this guy is saying all of this crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this one moment when they're trying to get the goat off of the back of the truck and his little goat hooves hit the grass for the first mm-hmm. time. And it's just the way that Adam Sandler says, ooh, the grass is soft. And that undid everybody, um, all my friends. <laughs> and I couldn't remember that part. I just had, I went and literally read the entire thing until I found it. Nice. nice. It's dumb. Highly recommend you listen. It's dumb. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, I mean I'm Sandler, sorry, I'm not supposed to say dumb anymore. I yeah, apologize. I don't like uh, dumb. That's not a, what I meant. <laughs> we're just teasing you, Jonathan. <laughs> Poor Jonathan. Uh, I hate when I say things. Uh, no, but Sandler is like, as much as I don't like his movies, like I can still appreciate the fact Sandler is a. I mean, he's funny. He's like, he's a comic. Yeah, he's, he's a comic genius, mm-hmm. and he found exactly what an audience wanted. And he could, you know, and he made a career out of that. And I mean, I'm not going to like, because people make fun of him and people give him crap about that. Like, Mm -hmm. how does an unfunny person do that? Well, they wouldn't because he's not unfunny. He is funny to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And he figured out whatever that formula was and, you know, nailed it. And that's that's your best comics, really. I mean, 
whether or not you personally find them mm-hmm. funny. You having, know? I, I, having since watched Mr. Show, Adam Sandler reminds me of a Mr. Show-esque type personality just saying like sure. he was just doing like these little skit comedy things just for fun. And I really do enjoy him picking up a guitar and singing silly things. I used to I, do the same oh, thing. I mean, I, I loved him on SNL for a while. Yeah. I think silly is is the better word. And Jonathan, I genuinely not trying to like say you're saying something you weren't because no, I, it was dumb what I said. It was dumb. <laughs> it was not. It definitely wasn't. I like the word silly, and and I also see that Sandler falls into this category that we've talked about before of pop culture things that a lot of people love, and the people who don't who think it's like not good enough or not intelligent enough or whatever develop a hatred for it just because it's so popular like there's this mm-hmm. thing that happens where it's like where we want to take something popular down a notch and i think it's like very cinemasense. Imp- like cinemas i we suffer from this as absolutely. well absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely we do um and so there's when something is extremely popular we do we have this instinct if we don't like it as much as everybody else to go what is wrong with the world in michael bay falls into this category adam sandler falls into this category you know Tonight like there's Hughes. just <laughs> possibly Danae Hughes falls Seth into this MacFarlane. category. There's so many Seth MacFarlane is another one. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, why is this so popular? Are people really this stupid? And I think that's a it's a it's a weird uh, thing that I think we all have to wrestle with and just go. You know, it's okay that a lot yeah, of people love on, it. Someone on Twitter, I don't remember what what was go- why people were hating us that day, but this is a while back. But I remember someone on Twitter called CinemaSins like the Family Guy of YouTube channels, and mm. I was thinking like, is that bad? Like, <laughs> I mean, like. You're talking about like one of the most popular shows ever. Yeah. But I know what they, that's not what they meant. But I just remember in my head, I'm like, I don't think that's the insult you think it is. (laughs) Yeah. I just, it's it's very much uh, something that uh, I'm glad that we're trying to be aware of, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that uh, it's, it's just something we kind of have to. Somebody said CinemaSense is not like little Nikki. I appreciate that. (laughs) Little Nikki's really bad. Uh, all right. I, I am now totally lost as to where we are. Oh, I don't it think was Jonathan... me. It was me. Um, okay. I just, the, the movie, this movie golfs as much as I have sex. Wait, was one. That's the only one. <laughs> yes, that was, I like that, that one. That was great. Go ahead. Uh, Jonathan, I, what well, did you have? Just, just, well, going off what Aaron was saying about the, the golf thing, because it's one of those things where like, I can watch this and be like, I totally get if people are like, well, the movie's not trying to be, you know, trying to have realistic golf, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we're not wrong. I mean, the movie has no idea how to play golf. Right. And, um, and, and, and also, like, I love that, like, because, you know, the narrator definitely is a character. It's not mm-hmm. Jeremy. But Jeremy is a person that loves golf, mm-hmm. uh, like, more than anyone I know um, is really into golf. And uh, so I know a lot of that came from just him watching it, just going, yeah. no, no, that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the, why it's is great. there fire underwater in SpongeBob thing, right? Yeah, like we know the great, show doesn't though. care, but it's our job to care. So, you know, <laughs> that's, we're doing our job here. So, yeah. Yeah. So I liked this movie respects golf less than Mighty Ducks respects hockey. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Uh, Buffalo Bills fans, I thought was really so funny. So funny. There's so much funny <laughs> stuff in this video. Now, guys, don't start giving Nicolas Cage movie ideas, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. Um, and then um, I will say, though, I, I the all the different... Um, kind of making a joke about him being a Fairweather fan with all the flyers and the flags and yeah. stuff. I will say, people do collect those when they go to stadiums, they do. though. They do. Because uh, I have a lot of baseball ones that uh, I've collected over the years. I don't hang them up, though. Right, so yeah. maybe that's the difference. And uh, I think that was... Oh, and then uh, just about the grandmother. This movie will go on to make her a victim in every sense of the word, but Granny is a tax evader. I just thought it was really well written. <laughs> 
And yeah. it's true. Like that grandmother is v- very much a criminal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Regardless yeah. of what we think about taxes being stupid and stuff. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, 10 years, like there she's you. a criminal. There you go. There you go. Let's move on to Angry Birds 2. That's right. They made a second Angry Birds movie somehow. Uh, This is a Scott Share script. Jeremy and Barrett writing on this one. Uh, I never saw Angry Birds 2. Angry Birds I have not. I'm thankful to say I've never seen it either. My daughter has never been an Angry Birds fan. First one was enough. I don't don't know that we've watched either one of them. I did watch the first one. Um, Today, I'm assuming you haven't seen either one of them. (laughs) No. But, But you've played the game, right? No. Oh, I thought I remember. I thought you introduced me to Angry Birds back in the day. No, 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 no. Angry Birds became popular. I don't. I mean, maybe I talked to you about it. That's why if she doesn't I, play if it. If I played it, it, became it was popular. like super short-lived because I, I don't know that I... You were being ironic playing it. It would have been the first version of Angry Birds. <laughs> sure. I, yeah, yeah. I definitely didn't I, get into it like you did. You went fucking crazy oh yeah that's what i do with angry my games. birds yeah you, you were went an, nuts. you're an angry aaron you I went was. mad you went wild that <laughs> I candy crush. everything do man. you remember when you did candy crush and yeah, it you know, became a whole thing oh, on our God. on our radio do, do you show remember, they mentioned candy crush in this video i thought it was hilarious but um do you remember uh why i stopped playing candy crush because it never ended no that is not why. I'd still be playing it today. I truly believe yeah, my this, wife still plays if Candy one thing Crush. hadn't happened, I would still be playing this game today. Okay, what is it? Did you burn I your lost, finger? I lost all my my scores. I lost <gasps> all my records. Like They they, they like, said they were backing it up to the cloud, and I changed my phone, and it wasn't there. And I talked to, like, because you know me, like you were saying with Angry you, Birds. You were expert. Uh, expert, three-star everything, high mm-hmm. scores, all that stuff. And I don't go to the next level until I knock everything out. And so I had, like, hundreds and hundreds of thousands, probably, of Candy Crush levels that I had slayed gone. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, that's no fun anymore. Because in my mind, in my mind, I have to go rebeat all those to play the game. It's so weird. I'm a, it's a sickness. It's a sickness. I think so. Did you ever do Farmville? I never or whatever did Farmville. No, those kind of God, games don't appeal wife, to me. Yeah. My wife was doing that. I remember like we'd have to be home by a certain time because she had to tend to her crops. And I was like, okay, this is getting silly. Like, like what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, but she enjoyed it. I mean, I don't mean that mean anybody that enjoys that game, but I'm just saying it was just kind of one of those things. I think eventually she was kind of like, I don't, I don't want to like, this game is kind of like almost controlling what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had to uh, stop playing schedule. efficiency mm-hmm. games because of that reason. Yeah. Uh, games like Adventure Capitalist, uh, the Paperclip game, like those games where the more your um you get your systems running well, the better off they do. And then you get like mm-hmm. bone like I had to stop playing them because they really were dominating my day. I've deleted them all, you know, off my stuff. And yeah. So I have to play stuff that's level based now where I can go play a level, enjoy it, and then forget about but it I until play, I have time. I, I played Angry Birds, I think like once, and it would have been like Danae saying it would have been very early on. And I I couldn't get past like a third, like the third or fourth level, and then I was done. I was like, man, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I three-starred everything um, in Angry Birds. Uh, and then when they released a couple like Angry Birds uh, other games, um, yeah, I did those as they well. They had like a Star Wars one, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I did that one as well. Yeah, absolutely. Anyhow, um, I thought Danae introduced me into that. Probably it's because, possible. Well, it's probably because most games I've played, you have been the one that been like, hey, have you seen this game? Um, so it could I could just be misremembering. Um, but anyhow... Uh, once the first movie came out, I was done with Angry Birds. I was like, I'm not going to support this. So uh, I'm out. And that was it. Haven't How touched Angry they? Birds since. How 
freaking dead. I mean, I like the idea of Jason Sudeikis, you know, voicing an animated character. Sure. But, uh, just nothing about this appealed to me. No. And then um, Mackenzie never wanted to watch it. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, just taking, you know, something that people recognize and trying to make more money oh, off of yeah. it somehow. Absolutely. Like well, the they, Emoji movie. They had said the, the the people who made Angry Birds thought that Angry Birds was going to be Disney. They thought it was going to be Disney oh, 2.0. Yeah, that's right. That's they were right. going to, they were planning for amusement parks, for movies, like, they really thought they they had something Who's behind this i don't even know i forget what the company's name is but but yeah uh what did uh jeremy have to say about the we angry... have we have a commentary from jeremy scott angry birds 2 quote from the writer of the ice age movies and the writer of cars 3 end quote dot 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 as i was finishing up my sin script for angry birds 2 Barrett sent me a message about his progress, stating that, quote, this movie isn't as bad as the first one, unquote. And I thought that was one of the most factually wrong things I'd ever heard (laughs) in my entire life. Thankfully, before it affected our friendship, Barrett continued watching (laughs) and sending this movie and discovered how wrong he had been. Because if you do actually watch this fucker all the way through, you will want to choke a baby animal. I had this sin that we cut that listed all the famous stars in this movie doing voices and shaming them for not at least insisting on some kind of a decent story. Instead of a decent story, we get an absolute drivel along with DreamWorks worthy amounts of toilet humor. But guess what? It made over $150 million at the box office. That's five times what Iron Giant made. And yeah, apples to oranges. Only here's the apple. Only here, the apple is a fantastic movie with retro animation and huge amounts of heart. And the orange is a worthless piece of excrement floating out to see. That's Bulawowski for you non-sideways fans out there. Bukowski. Floating out to sea, that's Bukowski for you, sideways fans out there. I didn't make that up. (laughs) Okay. Because like Miles and Sideways, Angry Birds 2 may not have a single original thought to share. It just wants to distract you with talk about wine and then get in your pants before accidentally telling you your friends, no wait, telling you your friend that's banging her friend is getting married Saturday and everyone goes home miserable and even the car gets wrecked for no good reason. And what was I talking about? And that's the end of nice. Jeremy's I'm just, commentary. I'm glad movies don't make me as mad as they do Jeremy. Right? Yeah. I don't know that I would watch movies if they made <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Welcome to you know what I'm just saying? Even movies I dislike, I'm just kind of like, yeah, that wasn't good. And then I move on to the next mm-hmm. thing. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. There are examples, I'm sure, of movies that have pissed me off, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, you I'm You get with to you. a certain age. Mm-hmm. Well, let's uh, let's head into the sins uh, for Angry Birds 2. Again, a hilarious video. Uh, Jonathan, mm-hmm. why don't you kick us off with uh, some of the stuff you liked? Uh, Dickhead's position. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right off the bat. Uh, I thought was uh, I thought was great. Uh, and then the word with wording of Nestflix and chill. Yes, very much appreciated that. Well done. Yes. Um, <laughs> nonsense. You think a multimedia franchise called Mad Birds would have taken off? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I don't know why, but oh, and then I just I loved all the anger at Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't write a specific send down, but I and that was I guess uh, a send off. That was kind of like a sequel to Pete's Dragon. Yeah. Um, 
but it was just like you know just uh, the narrator blaming chris for everything and there was like you will not break me chris that was the one was i wrote the, down in yeah. of, of the <laughs> oh, series was no, no 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 it's great it's you that you will not break me uh broke me <laughs> and then i just love the observations like where did he get the fucking popcorn i just thought that was very mm-hmm. funny yeah totally <laughs> Uh, Danae, what about you? Uh, the Nestflix and chill reference mm-hmm. was nice. Um, I liked I liked the sin where it starts off with like, you're going to expect me to sin this newspaper, uh, but that actually matches. But none of these books have titles. Like a, a quick mm-hmm. redirect and then yeah. the sin later on again uh, about that. Call Back to the Dark Knight Rises was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the whale blows the eggs up onto a fluffy cloud and he's like, you mm-hmm. heard me. <laughs> yes. I had that written down too. <laughs> that was great. Uh, the gliding past Saturn only to be exited. Um, oh, oh, it's not funny. It doesn't make sense. It's not a valid piece of content. Basically this movie is cinema sins. Yep. I had that. Yeah. So good. Uh, the guitar smashing rage hate, uh, with Chris. Um, and then, uh, when he when the narrator rages on the tiny little birds that he wants to egg wash batter dip deep fry and eat because he's just so mad at those little characters Mm -hmm. i I cracked up at that um and then the lead-in is this uh, one of the people in the movie that says so you did all of this because you were afraid of not being liked And, and the narrator responds yes oh you were asking <laughs> you were asking red the bird oh okay <laughs> it's just a yep. really funny uh insight into jeremy's beautiful mind yeah i love that i had that one too um let's see what's left uh let's um not a lot not, a not, lot. not i mean there's yeah, i mean there's Janae so much every that this one cracked you me really up both a bit. did you were like okay they did that one and that one and that one and that one and that one what do i have left oh angry turds okay gotta mention it. <laughs> a <laughs> valid sin angry turds. a valid sin it works <laughs> i'm kidding i did like that one it was very yeah. fun uh <laughs> how do they tie off balloons with their little piggy hands made me laugh <laughs> that, the way that was phrased mm-hmm. um so yeah but you guys so the pigs are the villains yes of the game of the game yeah okay well there you go that's angry birds too let's move into keeping tabs enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever place your money line or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. 
Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hey, podcast peeps, it's me again. Um, mm-hmm. those are my dogs. Mm-hmm. Those are my. Uh, every time I try to talk. Wow. Is this how Aaron feels when we're. Okay. We're going to try this. Okay. I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com slash BTS. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the most public yet of my many humiliations. We're each going to talk about uh, something from the sin process this week. Maybe something you researched. Um, whatever you want to talk about. Now, Jonathan, you didn't write on anything. Yeah, I don't. But that I, I don't have anything. Mean you didn't necessarily have anything. Um, but I don't. But have you anything. don't. So we'll move on. <laughs> I uh, earlier I looked up the uh, Taco Bell Grande and found nothing. So <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's not about the writing. though. mine's not about the writing. Uh, last week, this is. I don't think I've told you guys this story either, but last week during the show, and it's still in the show, but uh, we were trying to figure out what the thing underneath the tongue was called. I don't know if you remember this moment, oh, uh, yeah. Danae, but yeah. you were wondering what the thing underneath the tongue. And somebody in the chat uh, said the frenulum uh, was what the little thing under the tongue was called. Yeah. And in my mind, I was like... That's not right. In my mind, I was like, I know that word. I don't think that's what it's related to. And so then when I started editing, I had that moment again. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, right? Um, I had that little moment again. And I was like, no, I think that's something like sexual or something like on the genitals. And I was right. The frenulum is actually... Oh, no. We're all adults here. We can talk about Uh, anatomy. Penis. Sorry. (laughs) But the frenulum is the part right under the head of the penis that kind of connects the shaft to the penis and some of the skin there, and that's called the frenulum. So what you're saying is someone in chat trolled me to say so, that out loud. Uh, so, yes. So here's what now. now okay, but hold so on, now but hold we have on. to ban that person from chat. <laughs> but hold on. So Wait, I was where like, to the frenulum? So, no. So I was, where is this located? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Jonathan, let me show you. No, that's not what we do here. Uh, that is not going to be part of the after show. <laughs> no, I missed what you said, though. What it, you Did you say where it was located? Yes. Yeah, he it did. Is the, it, it, I'll say it again. We're all adults. <laughs> <laughs> Just anatomy. Uh, it is It is between the shaft and the head of the penis. Underneath, uh, there's uh, a little attachment, like um, the skin that attaches under there. Kind of like uh, a little attachment the, for a vacuum frenulum. cleaner no, or something. Um, you know, like. I, think I, just, I think I just figured out something. Uh, somebody was mentioning that they had torn theirs before, and I'm just now thinking, because I had an issue one time. Wait. And I think maybe I did that as well. Oh. Like, it's like I'm having like this real, like you're, I'm, I'm being serious. Like not now, like years ago, right. but like, yeah. I, I think now I know what happened. You tore your frenula. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm serious. No, like I'm being, why, why is an A, I mean, stuff happens to your body parts. That's right. I mean, it wasn't. That's right, Danae. We can all be adults here. It just seems really painful. 
it was it was very painful and like i had blood and stuff and i'm like i don't know what's going on i thought i'd like popped a blood vessel or something i mean it was awful it was like so it was awful so we're only part way through this story okay oh so God. here's here's the thing so i'm thinking oh we got trolled i'm gonna edit this out and then i had a thought another one it's kind of like the same kind of thing under the tongue. Are they both called the same thing? So I researched frenulum tongue, and yes, it is also the thing under your tongue is also called the frenulum. So I left it in because it's technically both. Technically, Um, it's both. Wow. So yes, although the one in the tongue is usually called like the tongue frenulum or something like that. If you just say frenulum, yeah, yeah, you might want to you might want to you might want to make sure people know what you're talking about. No, when you said that, the reason I said Brooklyn Nine Nine is because when you said that, I immediately thought of Frimulon, which is the yeah the 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 production studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I just that's immediately what I thought. Shows, but yeah, I think yeah yeah Frimulon. That's that's funny. Um. So yes. So in context in conversation if you if you're talking about the tongue part and you want to say things like can you check out my frenulum and and see if it you may want to clarify um because you know there are two things that are called the frenulum so there you go that was my that was wow. my keeping tabs for wow. this week um, wow that so is doing the Lord's and work. I might have discovered something that happened to me in the past <laughs> like I had a what do you I had a flashback wow man yeah. that this is that this sounds is, awful. this is like therapy Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danae, what? what is your keeping tabs? Oh, cool. Yep. I sure looked stuff up. Most of <laughs> Follow it. Follow that. Follow that. <laughs> um, but I don't remember what it was because, uh, oh, I think it was about SpongeBob. I had it written down and then I accidentally deleted it. Uh, I think I looked up how sponges breathe underwater again. And then I also looked up how starfish breathe underwater mm-hmm. As well, because after reading Aaron's sin about like Patrick's dead now, mm-hmm. I was like, this is really fascinating. And um, somebody in chat mentioned earlier that we basically became marine biologists due to SpongeBob. <laughs> it's so true. And it's so it's true. It's like that Seinfeld episode. Is there a marine biologist around? <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, just there, there's the sponges have, you know, cells that just turn the natural oxygen in the water into what they need. So mm-hmm. it's just a fascinating situation um but you're talking about like actual like a, a living sponge yes. not like a sponge that we wash our dishes with right because okay. those are dead <laughs> we hope what were what are those i'm so confused now uh now you're making me think that like we buy sponges that were live mm-hmm. animals they were once alive they, yeah oh no, that's interesting not really i mean there are <laughs> i know what are uh, what are the ones like bath loofahs i think some people use loofahs that were i use loofahs yeah. i mean i i don't think i i use like just stuff that's sold at a grocery store i don't think i use anything that was was live once la who for her uh, la for her oh it's so, so like if you if you ever use a loofah you can't go back to a washcloth you just can't mm, yeah um but real sponges are really interesting they're like circular mostly uh so i don't you know so spongebob is obviously Square. not Mm-hmm. Wait, um, you're saying people use go back to the loofah thing though you're saying people use loofahs that were once creatures so like uh, uh loofahs come from uh like the they're a plant but i don't know if they're actually water-based i'm doubting really? myself but i think i think originally i thought they were from the ocean because i was talking with somebody about it but then i did some research and they're not they're like a uh i think they're like a vegetable 
Somebody says in the chat, a loofah sponge is actually the fruit from a plant. I've helped okay. peel the skin off of one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I just thought it was something somebody made, like a sponge or well, something. Well, it is now. People do make them oh, now. Oh, yeah, now. I mean, I'm yeah. sure it is now because it's commercialized and everything. Yeah. But, so, uh, yeah, I think it's like... They're magic. They're, they're, like, you're, they're thought to be like a sea sponge or like some type mm. of... Uh, what is it called? Like a coral or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're like... Are they a gourd? I don't remember. <laughs> now, now you've got me. Now you said coral, though. It's like just imagine Wait, like washing was your like, backside with coral. Was your keeping coral. tabs on loofahs? Or well, sponges? It started, or, sorry. It's, no, it's okay. It's, I derailed this. It's fine because it kind of goes together. I did research on sponges and oh, learned right. that they are, quote, the simplest multicellular animal, hmm. which really helps us to understand SpongeBob. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. I never thought, like, but but I got to be honest, like, and I mean, maybe this makes me dumb, but um, I never thought about SpongeBob. Like, I just always kind of, when I hear sponge, I just think of like a sponge like that I clean something with or, you know, wash off a counter with. So, but yeah, that makes total sense that like I'm just having a lot of realizations today. That's okay. <laughs> good. It's good. Um, um, this that's is what a, keeping tabs is for. That's what keeping tabs is for. <laughs> it's okay. That conversation helped me find my link again. So they lack true tissue. Sponges lack mm-hmm. true tissue. They have no muscle, nerves, or internal organs. Do they wear pants? They all wear pants. Mm-hmm. And only 20% wear ties and only 1% wear shoes. Mm. So. 1% of the 20% mm-hmm. or? Yeah. So oh, it's just, wow. I mean, the numbers are really small. So for us to actually see so, SpongeBob captured in the wild for the show, is, is a, it's a rare treat. That is yeah. pretty rare. Um, mm-hmm. We should all feel privileged, uh, as I'm sure we all do. It just also reminds me, uh, I didn't mention it, but the, the sin where we say that uh, they can eat a bag of sea cucumbers for all I care, uh, that just made, that just reminded me of that, talking about the yeah. underwater, underwater, underwater. By the way, people are going to listen to like the last 20 minutes of this podcast and think I need help. <laughs> that's, that's all right. We all feel that way every podcast. The people are going to listen to it and feel, I feel like we I need feel help. extremely stupid this week, though. And I'm not looking for comment compliments. <laughs> <laughs> That's a legit thing. We uh, I'll get over it. We can move into the comment section. I want to know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're gonna take a look at the comments from the week. Uh, could be from anywhere, from uh, Discord or YouTube or Twitter or wherever you want to find them. I will say, um, we've already talked about both the comments I had uh, pulled, so I don't really have anything new. One of them was about the um, me asking you uh, about uh, a D&D term, because the high Danae, after the one about the modifiers and the character sheets, uh, I wanted to talk about that, but we kind of already covered that. That was like uh, me saying mm-hmm. to Danae, uh, add D&D term here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, And then the other one was the pinhead and not understanding why that, that was so funny. So I don't really have any others. Uh, Jonathan, what did you have this week? Mine is from Twitter. <laughs> I hope it's okay to bring this up. I just thought it was funny. So, like, so, so if you know, certain tiers of our Patreon get um, get letters from us or get cards sure. from us, mm-hmm. um, and then also uh, at Sin Week they got like uh, uh, packages, right? Mm-hmm. We have one awesome, awesome uh, uh, listener and person who we've all become friends with, Louise, who's in Australia, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I sent her a card, like, I guess last month, and um, she got it this past week. And so she tweeted at me, got your card, apparently letter sending works, but not package sending. Ha, ha, ha. 
or DQ. We sent her a package for a Sin Week event. Yeah, it was she over two months ago. has not received yeah. it. It's insane. Poor thing. Yeah. But I just thought that was funny. But I'm glad she got my letter, and uh, that, that that made me laugh. And, nice. Uh, nice. But she is at DQ Louise on Twitter. She is a great follow. Yeah. Today, uh, what is your uh, comment for the week? Um, Adam says, um, nothing is wrong with Bad Batch. Don't watch this video. He's a hater. Don't feed the hater. Just kidding, TV sends. I love you. <laughs> so thank you, Adam McClendon, for that one. <laughs> That's great. Did you guys... Uh, I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Throwback. I have one from Throwback Thursday that also cracked me up from Bad Batch before Clone Wars. Very interesting. Very interesting indeed. <laughs> It is just, interesting. <laughs> I just love people. <laughs> Do you um, remember we we talked about doing Clone Wars and we ended mm-hmm. up doing Rebels instead? Yeah. And so Clone Wars is still out there. We you know we made well. And to... when we did Rebels, a lot of people were like, "Why'd you do Rebels? You should do Clone Wars. Clone Wars <laughs> is the one that you should send." Yeah. And I also yeah. wanted to do this one for Felicia, who says, no sin over the fact that squirrels do not hibernate with 102 likes on that one. And, and to that, I say a quick Google search will tell you that ground squirrels hibernate mm-hmm. during the winter, but tree sure. squirrels do not. Sure. Um, so calm down. And 102. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they have to, that's why they have to store nuts. They're nuts. <laughs> Guys, I mean, come on. Um, and then from the chat, I'm going to uh, do this one from Slab, who says, how am I posting this comment in the present? The video just came out. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you for that. Thanks, Slab. Appreciate Thank that. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, all right. Let's move into our Beyond the Sins. To infinity and beyond. Somewhere beyond my wild history. To boldly go where no man has gone before. We're each going to chat about something else from the pop culture world that we have seen recently. And Jonathan's going to start. What do you got? Yeah. Um, so I, I, uh, this movie will come out. I saw this movie a few weeks ago, and I think I finally can talk about it. I've seen a bunch of reviewers on Twitter talking about it. It come, it'll come out the day after this airs. It's getting released on uh, June 25th. So, um, but it's, uh, it's a movie called Werewolves Within. Um, it is based on. I, I'm not a video gamer, but apparently that is a pretty popular video game. I can't remember. It's like Ubisoft or Capcom. I, I, I can't remember, but um, it is based on this video game, at least loosely. Um, but um, it is. Uh, it's directed by Josh Rubin. Uh, his last movie was called uh, Scare Me, which I talked about on Beyond the Sins when it came out last year, and really enjoyed. Um, it was a really fun, interesting take on, you know, it was just a really fun, interesting movie. And now he's doing this movie, which is a little bit bigger. Uh, it's got a bigger cast and everything. And, uh, this movie is a, so much fun. It's a, it's a werewolf movie, but it's got like a murder mystery, uh, in the vein of something along the lines of clue. Uh, so it's very much a comedy. You've got these current, like I would say underseen like comic actors in it. Um, you've got, uh, Sam Richardson is the star of it. Uh, he was in veep. Um, Milana, I'm going to mess up her name. Milana, Milana Weintraub, uh, who most people know as Lily, the AT&T girl. Uh, but she's also a very talented stand-up comic. Um, very good actor too. Uh, she was like on this is us, I think for a few episodes and she's, she's been on random stuff, but this is kind of one of her first like starring roles. Uh, Michaela Watkins is in this, who was uh, really good on SNL for a couple years. Um, when she got released from SNL, I believe she was the one that Lauren Michaels told her, you're too funny to be on this show, uh, oh, which I've always found to be a really interesting way to let somebody go. But uh, <laughs> yeah. 
And then uh, Cheyenne Jackson's in it, um, who you might know from Glee, and uh, Michael Chernis, who's uh, really good in Barry. So you've just got all these really nice comic actors playing off each other. It's kind of like this uh, Agatha Christie and then there were none kind of setup where they're in this small town. I think it's in Colorado. Uh, that might not be right. I can't remember. I don't have it pulled up. But um, they're in a small town with a lot of snow. So they're kind of snowed in. And then they start getting picked off one by one. Uh, they start thinking that maybe it's a werewolf that's doing it. Uh, there's also this underlying plot line about um, there's some zoning, new zoning laws that are coming in. There's like a new pipeline coming in. So there's like all this uh, there's like all this stuff going on. So there's all these uh, different kind of red herrings and stuff thrown in uh, for a re- so it's a really fun murder mystery. It's it's really funny. Um, it's kind of like if you were to I mean I said Clue, but also like in the vein of something like uh, Edgar Wright, like Hot Fuzz maybe or something along those lines. Like if you're into that kind of comedy. Like, it's very much in that kind of vein. And uh, it's just, I don't want to say anything about it because I don't want to ruin anything, but uh, it's a lot of fun. But it comes out in theaters on the 25th. Uh, if you have a chance to see it in a theater, I think this would be a great movie with an audience. Uh, if you're comfortable uh, being with an audience uh, these days. and then it's But it's coming on demand and all that stuff on July 2nd. And um, uh, But yeah, man, it's just, it's God, it's so much fun. If any of that sounds interesting to you, I highly recommend it. Nice. Uh, it's definitely one of my favorite movies so far this year. Uh, Werewolves Within is the name of the movie and will be in theaters soon or already in theaters? It'll be in theaters June 25th. So it'll All be, right. if you're listening to this the day it comes out, it'll be out tomorrow, basically. Okay. Yeah. So nice. Uh, Danae, what do you got? Um, I'm going to do a self plug for my Twitch today. Nice. Mostly because I haven't done anything other than getting it prepped to stream this week. <laughs> I haven't watched <laughs> anything. I've been on vacation. In fact, I came back to work to do BTS today. So, mm-hmm. uh, as soon as the show is over, I'm checking back out and we'll enjoy time off for the rest of the day. And I'll be back to work full time next week. But I have been prepping my Twitch channel to be able to do some streaming. Um, so I'm not saying it's going to be great. I'm not going to I'm not going to say you're going to enjoy it. Uh, but Aaron and I do <laughs> Aaron and I do a show every Monday morning at nine already. So at least once a week, Aaron and I are over there just chatting about life for our shoe the dough podcast. We do that with a live audience and that's on my Twitch channel. Um, and then I'm going to start streaming playing Red Dead Redemption 2 soon. I'm not sure about my schedule just yet. Because I got to figure a couple more things out, but I got my computer all set up and the game's downloaded and ready to go. So it's going to be a bit of a shit show and I'm okay with that. Um, and I also, uh, I don't know, I'm just excited to try something new and like get into gaming again a little bit. Uh, so my Twitch channel is the same as my Twitter handle, it's Danae Says. And so if you guys are on Twitch, please go follow me and uh, I'll put up my schedule on Twitch. Um, and I'll also be tweeting like when I go live and stuff so you guys can try to catch it. There's VODs, but they're only available for two weeks. So if you want to catch something I do, like I did a really interesting interview with someone named Derek, uh, who is another person who I'm going to be gaming with. Um, he is a voice actor and a role player, uh, and was a really, really fun interview. And that's, uh, live on my Twitch channel right now. If you guys want something to watch, um, it was a, riot talking with him it was like a roller coaster of just raw excitement the whole time we were like kids together and i love interviews like that so that's over on my twitch channel right now so yeah danae says d-n-e-e-s-a-y-s very nice uh that is twitch danae says is what's is it twitch dot i forget 
TV, twitch.tv uh, slash Danae. So are morning DNA and shoe the dough the same thing? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, they are. Which I've totally watched every week. I know you do. Nice. But, it, well, but ex- ex- explain it to me like I haven't ever seen it. <laughs> so Aaron and I uh, have been podcasting since 2012 with mm-hmm. little intermittent breaks here and there. And our main show is Shoe the Dough or Do the Show. And then we have all these different segments that kind of have come underneath it. Like Sif Pop, for example, originated mm-hmm. under our Shoe the Dough umbrella. And so the morning DNA is kind of just us going gotcha. live doing our show. But it's part no. of our, our main podcast. Yeah, because no, I have way... listened to Shoe the Dough before, but that like it went away for a minute, right? Yeah, and, it had yeah. to because our bosses threatened to fire us because we were talking about relevant things to Christian people who are going to be hurt. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Was that too raw? Hey, listen, you've still got stuff you got to work through, apparently. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Shoe the Dough is in season six. And season six is the morning DNA era of uh, Shoe the Dough. So um, so, I have actually watched morning DNA. I just I just like I like making jokes like that. I like that expression. uh, Explain it to me like I've never done this. Just just pretend (laughs) like I'm not paying attention. Pretend like I wasn't paying attention the whole time and then just say it again (laughs) for fun. I'm going to talk about Hacks, um, which I binged the entire first season of. It is a recent show on HBO Max. Um, I didn't get into it until uh, it had started and uh, decided to watch all 10 episodes. They're about half an hour each, and so it's not a terribly long binge, Um, and it's great. It's really, really fun. Gene Smart is having a moment right now, um, oh, just so after good. Mayor of Easttown, and mm-hmm. uh, and then this, and then I would even go back to um, what was the uh, X Men show uh, that she was in? Starts with an L, uh, I think. Lima. Um, Legion. 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 You know, she was great in Legion. Like she's just she's just having a moment right now, and she is incredible in this. I the level of difficulty. Being a stand-up comedian in a piece of content about a stand-up comedian is so high because there is a skill set that that stand-up comedians develop over years and years of being on stage. And she, I believe every second that she is a stand-up comedian that's been doing it forever. Um, and it's just, it's so great. Her and Hannah Einbinder uh, are kind of the core of this show. And you may, uh, you know, feel like you've you've heard of this kind of story before where, you know, somebody who is set in their ways and has done it the same way, you know, for a long time meets up with somebody who's young and wants to freshen up kind of how they do things. It is. It's been in other shows, movies, whatever, but it is completely fresh here. Um, The side characters are a lot of fun. I had so much fun uh, with this show. This is a big recommend for me. Um, Again, it's called Hacks. I just, uh, and is on HBO Max. I'm always going to correlate this for the rest of my life, though, with uh, you brought this up to all of us. And Chris basically was like, I don't know what this is. There's too many TV shows. Fuck television. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it was, it was his like breaking a, point. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> but we do make we do joke around with Aaron a lot because we're just like, how does somebody with four children <laughs> watch this men's television? And he it's just knows how, to, know. he knows how to schedule. Yeah, it's all about planning. Um, so, but yes, uh, hacks is I think worth the binge. Uh, and you'll know. Cool. I mean, you'll know quickly. You'll know within the first couple of episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do feel like, like many shows, this this show really finds its rhythm in about episode four. Um, it's great. Episodes one through three are fine, but episode four on is just 
And maybe it's a combination of the show finding its rhythm, but also me falling into the show's rhythm. Like it yeah. could be both of those things. Um, but yeah, once I got to about episode four, I was like, oh, feed me. Like I want the next is one. This, like this um, is so is good. Is it sitcom length? Like is it like thirty minutes or is yes. it longer? Okay. Yeah, twenty to thirty minute per oh, episode. I like that. Like that. Ten, yeah, recommend all those to me. Yeah, ten ten episodes <laughs> uh in the season. So you're probably looking at four and a half hours total for the entire season binge. Um so yeah. So there you go. Hacks on Hacks. HBO Max. Hey, somebody said you're batting one thousand for T V recommends. Way to go, oh, Aaron. Nice. Well thank you. Oh yeah, you. Mare of East. I'm glad you watched Mare of East Town Dick, man. That show is amazing. That makes me the the um uh all of a sudden I just forgot her name. Who were we just talking about? Mm. Jean Smart. Jean Smart, but the 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 moment I knew like cause I was watching Mare of East Town, uh, my wife wasn't watching it. She told me she wanted me to watch it first and let her know because some of that stuff gets a little too dark, you know, some mm-hmm. of those mysteries and stuff. She didn't know what it was about. But the moment I knew she would love it was that scene where they're at that party and uh the, the they're not party. I'm sorry, it's not a party. I don't know why I just said that. They're at a wake <laughs> mm-hmm. and the guy who just lost his wife confesses that he yes. had an affair with Gene Smart. And then it just cuts to Kate Winslet and Gene Smart in the car. And Kate Winslet is just could not stop laughing. It's so great. And I was just like, oh, sweetie, you've got to watch this show. You're going to love it. <laughs> I think there's I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I think there's a cut to Gene Smart's reaction in the house first, too, because I. Yeah, I remember. I remember thinking how yeah. incredible. She is just that I completely believed yeah. that that would be that character's reaction to being in a crowded room yeah. where somebody just was like, I know my wife just died, but I have to say I had an affair with this person because <laughs> I can't, amazing. I just can't keep it in. <laughs> and, and that show is so like sad at times. It is just this great moment of like levity to throw in the middle yeah. of it. It was just, oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. Mary sounds great. Oh, it's so good. Uh, hacks on HBO Max. Denae says on Twitch in Werewolves <laughs> Within coming to a theater near you very, very soon. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for Behind the Sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or a rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send us, you can do that. You can mail it to P.O. Box 881, Republic, Missouri 65738. Uh, also hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Denae Says. D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S. And he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Danae Hughes, an angry field mouse, and myself, we will see you next week. <laughs> Happy Swim-A-Lap Day! Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to bts at cinemasins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash bts. Oh my god. I thought you'd be like in I'm I'm upset you're not like in Bermuda shorts since it's your vacation. No, 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 no. Be thankful that I'm clothed. <laughs> vacation <laughs> is time for nudity. Bermuda shorts are shorts, right? I thought right? you were going to say that they're like they don't count as clothing. <laughs> you're basically nude. No, no, Bermuda like uh I just said that but like vacation oh, shorts, yeah. you know, like yeah. beach stuff like Yeah, she was saying palm trees she on She was your saying shorts. vacation time is nude time for her. So be glad she ha- has clothes oh, on at all. So mm-hmm. I'm with you now. Mm-hmm. So you guys go to nude beaches on vacation? Yes. So how many dots are you getting just at normal volume? If I'm at normal volume, I'm at two dots. Okay. That should be pretty good. You okay. can go up a little bit from that if you want, but uh this is me at two dot this is me at two dots and then sometimes it goes to three. <laughs>
that bait, it got to five for a second. Oh my God, pickles. <laughs> no, that's three and a four. There you go. Good. Okay. 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 So there's a tab called final links not yet posted. Yes. Okay. And I created I'm with that. You now. I created that just for you. I didn't know that you. was there. I didn't know that was there. Sorry. It's been forgotten. It's okay. No, can the, can our argument be in the outtakes this week? I mean, I feel like people <laughs> need to know we don't always get along. Can you somehow like can you somehow put my silent uncomfortableness right. in the outtakes? Can you somehow just like a little like small little sounds like Ugh. like I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> like do I need to walk away? Like ten- <laughs> make sure you say horror and make sure you say bony pod. And mirror. Don't say mirror. We talked about whores in our boner pod. Mirrors and whores. Boners and my whores, what? Boots with the fur. With the fur. Um, I can, actually. If you'll send me an email, I can replay I can do a replay. <laughs> 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 it's so good. It's so it's, yeah. and it's so frustrating it how good it is because it will not translate to the podcast no. at all. Like in any way, no. there's no way to use it in outtakes. Like the only way would be like me speaking over it. Like Danae is now zooming quickly into her mouth. Like you know, like how do you even do that? Oh. You probably don't want to say it that way. <laughs> Shit. Oh, we man. now zoom into Danae's gaping mouth. We now take you live to Danae's tonsils. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. <laughs> oh, no. I can't. What the fuck I, I was can't. that? I can't do it. Did you unmute yeah, yourself? Yeah, I just, I just unmute oh, you would add that into the recording. <laughs> no. Yes, every week. Like, Aaron's like, I don't have time to do anything this week, but I do have time to like add some creepy voiceover. I was like, I was like gonna go with like the ten, nine, eight, and I realized how off of actual seconds I was. Oh, sure. I was like, it was so bad. It was so terrible. Absolutely terrible. Send this all the time. I send it in Caspian. I send it uh, in Falcon recently. The idea when somebody's like, okay, count to five, and we'll do this thing at the same time, and it's like you're never matching up. Ever, ever, ever. And it, it just bothers <laughs> me so much. Never, <laughs> never, 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 never. <laughs> it's just like, especially in that Falcon and the Winter Mids. Soldier one where he's like, okay, on the count of 10, I'm going to tackle the pilot and you take over. It's like. That was so dumb. Just say I'm going to tackle the pilot and you take over because you're not getting there at the same time. It was exciting. <laughs> it was amazing. I had to change my pantaloons. <laughs> you had pantaloons? Uh, Metzcast says, I still can't believe Aaron Dicer, hater of everything Apple, used Siri. Um, That's why I said it might be Google Voice because I thought, too, that he would not use Siri as an outtake. I mean, it was a malfunction, so I'm not going to use Google. Yeah. I have to use Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, the daughters. Hello, the children's. Hello! Sorry. <laughs> swim-a-lap. What's a swim-a-lap? Is that a, is that a D&D monster? Yeah, mm-hmm. the swim-a-lap. Have you ever faced the swim-a-lap? No, it it's sounds very terrifying. Scary. Very scary. I yes. mean, I'm all for it. Yeah. It sounds scary. Wow. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 